This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pandorvis, pastor here at Radio Missions, where the gospel goes out, the Voice of Truth broadcast. Pastor Shelton's ministry goes out every Sunday morning about 100 stations. I wish you'd write me and get a log of all those broadcasts. You can go there to our website, radiomissions.org, and I believe you can find it there. And also the Trailblazer. You might find a picture of the old Trailblazer put in your pee patch and to keep the varmints out and uh, our radio schedule and a listing of all of our broadcasts, what time, what days, and all those things. And you can go there to the archives, sermon audio. You can find many, many, much, much good broadcasting there, other broadcasters besides ours. And if you need help, let me know. But we're looking at this study now. Let's get back to it uh, about the total depravity of man uh, in, in conjunction with our blood redemption. We saw in our last study there where we left out that man's will is enslaved by Satan. Satan is the god of this world. Did you know that? Man is enmity towards God. We we have denied that so long. Our religious professors, our our pulpiteers, I call them, our TV evangelists. I wish. Let me let me just suggest something. If you have a television, make it a make it a, 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 a something to go there on Sunday night after you get home from church. Or maybe Saturday night. I don't know when they come on. I don't watch them. But I have watched them. Go there and listen to one of our so-called TV evangelists, televangelists. Go there and listen to them. And uh, maybe you've got a local preacher on your station there. Listen to them. I urge you to listen to them and to see what they preach and see what they palm off on human nature, on our poor, unsuspecting people. I do. I do. I had a, I had a friend... Uh, worked for me one time, and her mother was uh, uh, invalid, and she watched a lot of television, and she watched these preachers. And this girl fixed it where she could lay in the bed and watch the television, big wide screen. And But she told her mama, she said, Mama, if you send one of them fellas a dollar, I'm going to take this TV out of this room, and you can't do nothing about it. You watch them, but don't send them devils a dollar. Don't send them anything because they're money grubbers. Oh, my friend, just follow the money. That's an old saying we have here. Follow the money. And I saw where one of our great uh, ministries, so-called, in this country was in debt now $11 million and $1 million and one all. I don't know how much it was. But, oh, listen, folks, uh, uh, high, high living, high living. You ever see them on TV? They got a, a, a $1,000, $1,500 suit of clothes on, a $600 pair of shoes, ever hair in place. Not, they don't like the old country boy like me. Old country boy here. Oh, my friend. But listen, that's what God's grace does. It makes a difference, don't it? But we bring you the truth. We make no apologies for the truth. And here we are, back again with the old Trailblazer broadcast. We see that man is a signet sinner, but he doesn't know it. The natural man has no taste uh, to enjoy the spiritual things. Oh, and before he can enter the spiritual kingdom, his understanding must be divinely enlightened. That is, his heart uh, must be renewed. And the Lord says, I'll give you a new heart. You, you ever watch people? The old trailblazer is just an old simpleton. But do you ever watch people? I make the, paper, I make the statement here oftentimes that the old yellow dog in the backyard know when you get saved. But do you ever watch people? Uh their actions, and I'm talking about just the general people and even church people. Are they? Are they? Do they show a Christ-like uh, spirit? 
Do they? Do they, my friend? I know what kind of world we're living in. I know. And uh, I praise the Lord for, for Christian people who are kind and gentle and take the low place. But I'll tell you one thing. There's not many of them around today, is it? No, you, you go out here on the Interstate 12 in the morning time and try to merge into the traffic, and they'll run over you in a heartbeat. You think they'll slow down and wave you to come on in or either at a four-way stop sign and wave you? No, sir. No, they'll wave at you, but it won't be come on in and get in the traffic. Folks just don't have no time. People don't hold the door open for nobody no more. Me, be coming out of the store, and you start in, that door will slam on your back and almost knock you down because they just wouldn't hold the door. My friend, is that a Christian spirit? Are you a Christian? Can you do that and call yourself a Christian? I, I'm not talking being a doormat for somebody. No, I don't believe you need to be a doormat for the world. But my friend, where, where is where is our Christian ethics gone? Where, where are they? Oh, man, I tell you. Well, we get off of that. That's not our subject for today. But man has no taste for spiritual thing. So the first step in the salvation of a soul must be. Now, write that down. Mark that. Brother Copeland says, get that. The first work must be the work of the Holy Spirit in opening that blinded eyes of that sinner and allowing him to see that he's a sinner by nature or he will never desire salvation. I know I know what I mean, folks. I know what I'm saying. But I use this illustration, and you've heard it before probably. A man gets up in the morning time, wakes up, feeling good, cool of the cool of the mornings, fall of the year, got here, window's been open all night, and he wakes up, sits on the side of bed, takes a good breath of fresh air, fills his lungs, and, and, and says, my, my, what a beautiful day. Next morning, a week or two later, he wakes up in that same bed with a hot burning fever, sore throat, headache, aching in back. His back is aching. His joints aching. And he says, Mama, Mother, wake up. Wake up. Call a doctor. I'm sick. I'm sick. I got to have some help. Just the same thing, my friend. Just the same friend, as long as the individual never sees himself in need of redemption, never sees in need of forgiveness of sin, never sees his need of cleansing from the sinfulness of, wor of this world, never sees that he's an enemy of God, alienated from God, and, and, and a servant of Satan, if you never see that, you'll never cry out. Oh, my, my friend, the vast majority of our church members today and preachers have never seen their need of a sin offering. I've been to places, conventions or two, where they had a high-rolling uh, individual preacher, pastor, whom you would know his name if I called it, and I won't do that. He, he, he preached the keynote uh, address to about a 1,000 people in that great hall, and he never said one word about becoming a lost sinner. He never said one word about being redeemed from sin. He never said one word except trust Jesus, shake the preacher's hand, give your heart to Jesus, and then uh, become a member of that church. Oh, my friend, I sat there through the whole thing waiting for him to encourage folks 
to seek the Lord. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. I I, I said to someone, I'd give uh, uh, anything I had to have that audience for about five minutes, about ten minutes, that I could have told them what a sinner I am and how the Lord uh, picked me up one day out of the gutter, out of the hog pen of sin, let me see that I was wretched and blind and naked and, and helpless and hopeless and, 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 and enmity towards God and wash me in the blood of the Son of God. Why don't our preachers want to say that, my friend? Why is the greatest thing in the world to tell a lost audience that Christ died for them and that they can seek the Lord and the Lord will, will wash them in the blood? But no, we are high society now. From the low society to the high society, we, we, don't, we don't care. We don't care. Why? Because we're blinded. Our nation, our preachers, our theological professors, our Bible school teachers, our Bible college teachers, blinded by the God of this world. And their only thing is uh, the free will of man. They think you can be saved whenever you get ready to. And I tell you, you can't, my friend. If the Lord never opens your heart, you never get saved. Or you might become a church member. You might be a deacon or a bishop or a prelate or whatever. But you won't be saved. There's only one way of being saved. That's being washed in the blood. Have you ever been washed in the blood, my friend? I used to sit under an old preacher, and he would look down in me. I'd be up close to the front, lost as a goose, and he'd shake his finger at me and say, Pendarvis, are you saved? No, sir, I'm not. I'm lost. But I want to be saved. Oh, my friend, the greatest thing to ever be saved, the greatest thing that ever happens to you is to come down down, sinner, down, down at the feet of Christ, down, my religious professor, down, my pastor who is a, a, on a profession, down, awakened sinner, down at the feet of Christ. The low place is where you get saved, the low place. The old, old prodigal son in the hog pen, he was in the low place. He wasn't on some uh, man's pulpit somewhere, reared back in a high-back chair, thinking he was somebody come. No, he was sitting on a slop bucket out there in that hog pen, and the Lord opened his heart. The Bible says he came to himself. That's exactly what we mean by that being awakened. You come to yourself. You come to see what in the world, what in the world? I don't have anything. I'm not saved. The, the Bible says the Lord will give you a new heart. I don't have a new heart, you'll say. Let me ask you, uh, awakened sinner, do you have a new heart? Church member, do you have a new heart? Pastor, pastor, do you have a new heart? Will the old yellow dog recognize when you come out the back door that you know the Lord? Or will you give him a swift, swift kick to his rear? Oh, my friend, the, the, salvation is not some fairy tale, some kind of, of vain imagination. It's reality, the reality of Christ. Oh, but my friend, uh, we have a book here, Fleeing from Reality. You write me, I'll send it to you, free and postpaid. But old trailblazers, weary at this time, weary from, from dealing with folks who, who, who throw the gospel over their shoulder. Just pitch it over their shoulder. And it's, it's, it's not for me, they say, like the little song we used to sing. One, two, three, don't shoot me. Shoot that fella behind that tree. Oh, my friend. Uh, but the Lord knows all about it. The Lord knows your heart. Did you know the Lord knows your heart? He does. His, the Lord not ignorant of your, your condition. That's, that's comforting to me that the Lord knows where you are. And he says, come 
Come now, let's reason together. You ever reason with the Lord, sinner? You go out on the back porch at night when it's cool and dark and just reason with the Lord. Lord, you know I'm a sinner. Lord, you know that old trailblazer's been telling me the truth, and I won't have it. I hadn't. I, I made up my mind not to have it, but I, I want to be saved, Lord. Do whatever it takes. You ever prayed that prayer? Lord, do whatever it takes. Can you Have you done that, mother, for your daughter and your son? Lord, whatever it takes, bring them down. Whatever it takes. I've seen folks broken at the feet of Christ. Things happen to them. It brings them down. The Spirit of the Lord uh, comes there and works in their heart. That's where the Lord works in your heart, my friend. But I wish you would uh, pray for the old trailblazer. And then uh, we've been experiencing some financial difficulties here at the Trailblazer broadcast and also the Voice of Truth. And uh, I've, I've asked you to help us with it if you can. We don't get on here and beg for money. No, we don't do that. But we asked you to, to pray about it if you would. Help the old trailblazer. You say, I love you, old trailblazer. Well, help me with the broadcast. And remember, my website, radiomissions.org. And then uh, the old trailblazer's address, the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And then my phone number here if you want to call me, area code 225-664-8658. Remember, the old trailblazer loves you. Loves your soul, praying for you. Don't don't give up, folks. Don't look back. Come on to know the Lord. He'll save you. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to listen to the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station that presents the old Trailblazer broadcast, Voice of Truth broadcast, weekly sermons, and music 24 hours a day. For information and a link to listen, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. And be sure to join us again each Monday through Friday on this station for the old Trailblazer broadcast with Pastor Albert Pendarvis. 